And welcome back, everybody, uh, to the Fifth Line podcast. Uh, this week, we're starting off a little more somber than normal. Um, you'll notice there's no funny little clip uh, at the beginning this week. Uh, I feel like it's uh, kind of be a little tone deaf if we started yeah. that way. Um, with uh, with all the Chicago Blackhawks uh, investigation findings coming out. Uh, I don't know the situation too well. Uh, I did a little reading, and I watched a couple podcasts, but... Uh, I think Ben knows quite a bit more, so I'm going to send it over to Benny. Well, you, I mean, if you're talking about the Steve Dangle pocket, the request one was pretty comprehensive. That's true. um, And it did give a pretty good overview. Uh, But yeah, like Mike said, we're starting with Chicago. So for anybody who um, has dealt with sexual assault or abuse in their life, and this isn't something you want to be listening to, there's timestamps in the description. Yep. But it's something we can't not talk about with just everything that's been happening this week uh, and everything that was found out or really reaffirmed that was basically what was being alleged earlier in the summer. Um, But for those who don't know, the gist of the story is um, earlier in the summer, uh, at the time was just a plaintiff going by John Doe and was being anonymous in the suit, um, but has since come out to be uh, Kyle Beach, who, if you haven't watched that interview with Rick Westhead, do, because that's... 25 minutes of just it's a lot it's a lot of emotion and it's a lot of just shit hearing the the shit that he went through after what happened uh but for those who don't know the main incident was uh during the 2010 blackhawks playoff run which ended with a stanley cup which we'll get to some different aspects of that which um but Ended with the Stanley Cup, and during that, in the third round, uh, Kyle Beach, who was on the team as a black ace, which is just spares who tend to be your really good, for people who don't know, it's the spares that they call up before playoffs start, uh, who are usually just among your young players in the AHL or junior who are there like if somebody projected, gets hurt. projected to be like your better ones of your young guys, and like are they're going to be your last resort for injuries. Mm-hmm. So that's the context of what how Kyle Beach was with the team as a 20-year-old. And um, he was only in the 20? Of the, yeah, he was 20. So this is this is an important part of the context is 20-year-old Black Ace trying to make this like he's doing anything he can at this point because he wants to be on this team. He wants to show that he can be on this team. So when he is over at video coach Brad Aldridge's house and um what I think was meant to be just like a video session like just talking about hockey and shit Mm -hmm. ends up becoming um an instance of sexual assault when i am not entirely certain on all the details but i think the gist of it was on that night among other things brad aldrich jacked off onto kyle beach uh threatened him with a baseball bat at one point and um made numerous threats of along the lines of i can end your career kind of thing with his sway as um as video coach and that is terrible enough on its own uh the problem is there's about 20 more layers of shit on top of this story uh because after it was reported um there was a lot of different failings among the team but the biggest one that the um recently released investigation findings uh pointed out was At one point in time, there was a big meeting of all of the top Chicago brass guys um, uh, during the playoff run after it was found out that this had happened. Uh, Just 
a sort of like, all right, what are we going to do kind of meeting. And um, throughout most of it, I think uh, it was the president. Was it John McDonough? Is that the name? Uh, he was, he was the president, yeah. Um, the way that Stan Bowman is trying to paint this as is uh, when he made his statement after he, he resigned was John McDonough at that meeting was like, ah, take care of it. I'm going to take you guys. I'll take care of it. But uh, just don't worry about it. Uh, along with other people like John, John Quenville, John Quenville. Joe Joel. Quenville, John Quenville, Joel. Wow. J, J names. Uh, <laughs> Joel Quenville um, was in that meeting and was reported as saying things along the lines of, I mean, we can't like, we can't report this right now. It's going to mess with the team too much. We're who knows we're going to be back in the third round again. We can't, you know, report this felony that was convicted against one of our own players. Uh, can't do that right now. Cause you know, chemistry, teamwork, and, you know, we got to win a cup. Um, so there's another level of shit on this, uh, this whole story and all that's bad enough. And also I, I, I loved, I think it was John Tortorella. He put it like the simplest was the, he said something along the lines of this wasn't just a failing of one or two guys just once mm -hmm. it was, there were seven or eight guys in on that meeting. And he said something along, something along the lines of not, not one of them stood up and was like, no, this is, we need to just fire him. Not, not one person in that room was like, nah, this is very clearly bad. And uh, we kind of have to deal with this. Um, yep. They did report it to HR three weeks after the fact, after it was reported to them. Uh, at which point they, I think the, what ended up finding was HR basically said, okay, or you can resign or we can start an investigation which is a choice he should not have been given no. straight up. Like, fuck you. No, he should have been kicked out of the building right can off. I, can I just add something in real quick? The way I understood it was that the Blackhawks did an investigation and found nothing. But after the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup and Brad Aldrich got his name on the cup and a Stanley Cup ring, he made sexual advances towards an intern. That also did happen. Yeah. So after and the fact, I thought, after I thought that reported, was when yeah. I thought that's when he had the choice for an investigation again or to resign. And Honestly, chose to resign. That may be the case. I've heard a million okay. different things about this story over okay. the week, but regardless, all of it shit. Just pick the um, worst one, and then that's it. Yeah, probably. Basically. Um, but yeah, and that's the after reported. It's reported by Kyle Beach. He already then assaults an intern with the team yes. in the weeks after the fact. The week. All right. Terrible. And then you let him have his ring, his day with the cup mm -hmm. where he brought it to a high school. Um, yeah, all that. And then uh, just nothing happened. This was never reported to like nothing happened. That's basically. You, you, you can't let that you can't let that go unreported for reasons that we see yeah going forward um and just to just like, just to add i i guess to, to finish this off ben, with what you said so the obviously what kyle beach went through right is is like the forefront of everything right now yeah um, obviously it's um, terrible also we're yeah, gonna i want to get but, to the nhlpa after this because yeah, what yeah. Mm, anyway yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna finish i'm gonna finish the state of brad aldrich right now um, yeah so he 
apparently got a letter of recommendation for another job after this, That's which they bullshit. couldn't find in the investigation. They couldn't right. find the investigation. Ooh, they couldn't find it yet. That's but they could I'm, find, I'm shocked. Yeah. So eventually uh, he bounced around, and I, I don't want to name all the jobs he bounced around oh. at, um, but I know there were other accusations or people were calling, oh, like sexual misconduct. And mm-hmm. he ended up working with a high school hockey team in Michigan sexually assaulted a 16-year-old boy and is a registered sex offender in the state of Michigan right now. Nine months in jail. Brad Aldrich is a registered sex offender. That's the other shit. Like, how in the world does that get you nine, just nine months? Nine months, okay. Good lawyer. That's Uh, my guess. So we have, and yeah, we so we have a a clear trail and obviously leading to to him being a a sex offender. He, He got caught finally after years of a system failing multiple people and that is that is every, everything just obviously in the past few days has led to kyle beach um obviously coming forward is, that he is john yeah. doe um and uh yeah i just think that's important to know in the context of the story because i i mean not i i haven't really seen a lot of this but it's not like pe- people aren't really saying oh like this this is bs this investigation yada yada i'm thankful i i haven't seen any of that i don't know if you guys have um i'm sure there's some yeah because the, with anything there's yeah. some but i just like, like i want to reiterate like there is a clear path and Brad it's not hard to see registered. like yeah. and he's a registered <laughs> sex offender in the state of michigan yeah he, his name he should not be near anyone his name should not be on the stanley cup he should uh well i, I believe they're taking it off right there's yeah, a call as far as we know yeah yeah, so, yeah. which i wanna that that letter that the words has sent yeah you sent this letter being like mm, yeah his name never should have been on the cup or we it should, doesn't deserve to be there it's like this crazy like revered trophy all right yeah well your company knew about it and then gave him a ring so did you really care or are you just saying yeah we should probably send this letter just because you know it looks like fuck off i i don't know there's just yes i I don't know nick thoughts nope okay Thank you. Um, you got the PA, right? You want to talk you guys, about you guys said it all. I don't have anything else. To yeah. Say. Um. My thoughts are the same as yours. I'm I've heard of yeah. I've heard a lot of talk of like uh, I've heard. I mean, not a lot of talk, but I've seen mentions of like, well, he wasn't on an NHL roster, but okay, sure, or he was on an NHL roster rather, but he hadn't played any regular season games, so is he? He's not technically a member of the NHLPA. Okay, great. It's a players' union, and this guy was on a an NHL roster. You're there to supposedly protect the members of your union. And I think you can reasonably view that this guy who's brought onto this playoff roster should be treated as a part of the end. That's the whole thing. They always is like espouse whenever in all their marketing, they're always like, ah, the NHL family hockey, such a, like the sport really feels like a family. Like it's such a close community. I'm like, okay, then act like you give a shit about anybody for a second. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was two to three years down the line was the reporting I saw was um, after the fact, after 2010, where Kyle Beach saw that Brad Aldrich was on, um, I don't remember what USA team it was. He was somehow brought in in a position with USA Hockey. 2014? Something like that, somewhere around there, yeah. Um, and that was when he was like, all right, shit, I got to like, 
kind of get a hold of somebody uh, just because like they need to know about like yeah. he had reported to Chicago and it apparently didn't do anything, but maybe we'll try to report it to this. Like, and um, he did reach out to the NHLPA and I believe uh, he said he spoke to Donald fear. Who's the head of it. Um, and some other counselor within the NHLPA. In some position. Yeah. Psychi- yes. Psychiatrist. And uh, spoke about all the allegations and were, and Kyle says he was told they would be followed up on. Uh, Donald Fear says he doesn't remember the conversation. Um, so, you know, um, it's just so many levels of failure. Okay, and so... it led to so many more people being assaulted. I mean, not that it's bad enough Kyle Beach got assaulted, but it's just this clear path that from, through just saying, mm, nah, we're just going to keep it hush-hush, we got to win a cup, and then getting him out the door after the season it turned into had so many more victims just all around terrible you're also talking uh, about like a demographic of guys primarily i would presume a demographic of older guys who really probably don't give a shit about stuff like that like that's a gross generalization to say that but i mean Uh, if it's true it's true true. but what blows my mind about this and we all know that like the four big guys involved in this were stan bowman joel quinville uh your boy out in montreal ben bergevin and uh john mcdonald chevy i think he means uh he means like active now the big active now guys Yeah. yeah and like what blows my mind about it is the fact that like there's no way that Chevy and Bergevin should be getting off scot-free for this. Like, no. I, get, I get that. Like, I, I I read the the report for Chevy after Friday, and I'm like, I don't understand how. What the thing like, is, it, okay, it was pretty he's clear. He's still new. Yeah, That's the thing. It was pretty clear with Quenville, like that resignation. It it was a. Gary Bettman had a meeting with Joel and all of the Florida Panthers owners and was basically like, you, you can't like, well, do leave. This is what essentially. I, this is what I don't like. I, I, I heard something. They were talking about how they weren't going to do any punishment for, uh, for shovel day off. Cause they did whatever they talked to him. He's whatever. They didn't yeah. think he was at fault. Nobody got fucking punished. Nobody was fired. Nobody, no, they just left. There's a two million dollar fine to the Chicago Blackhawks, yeah. which oh whoa, whoa oh yeah, wow, sure, let me just sure reach really hurting. Let me just reach yeah, under my couch cushions. Jesus Christ, that was even that was I think another. I mean, there's there was a lot of just insulting things that came out, but like the idea that a team that covered up and didn't report an actual felony got fined less money than the New Jersey Devils. For, yeah. ah, gosh, you signed a guy for too long for too much money. Yep. That's, you're really sending a message with that one, NHL. It's it's great. Yeah, good job. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I um I don't think we're anywhere near done talking about this uh, in terms of fallout from this. There's going to be more. Um, I, One of the things I, I, it was some podcast, I, was, I don't remember which one, I but saying something along the line with Bergevin was uh, he's the director of player personnel. So he either knew and is lying or he's not a very good director of player personnel. <laughs> uh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, hope I was it's say, B. Wasn't he, yeah. I was going to say, wasn't he like, 
I thought he was like player development or something. Like, I, had something, something to do with yeah. players. Like I don't remember what the exact <laughs> title was, but it was something yeah. along those lines, player develop player, but some some position like that. And it's like I for a separate entirely separate reasons, I'm not really that desperate for them to keep Mark Bergman already. Uh so then I just hear this and I'm like, yeah. Stop right, smacking that can. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, <It's okay. laughs> I don't know. It's like we all want to be able to come here and just be like, this is hockey. It's this our fun is, time. Yeah, it's, it's the fun sport. Yep. But unfortunately, people of all jobs and sports and lives and everything can be assholes and shitheads sometimes and do terrible things. And um, I don't this know. This is one of them. This is one of this them. This is a situation. Yes. I'm just, uh, I mean, you could hear in some of the stuff he said in his interview, um, Kyle Beach, uh, yeah, there was levels of like feeling good about seeing these uh this, the results of the investigation come out and there was some amount of vindication yeah and i hope he can get something from that but obviously um you, you could tell from him that it wasn't everything he still very much would like would have liked none of this would have had to happen and, Has any uh, of the, the, have any have any of the players on that team i know some of them are still around have any of them come out and said anything to like his defense like yeah they he talked no. to me about this or said anything. no like, that's the wild the only, thing the only player that i've seen say anything was the tweet that leonard put out yesterday leonard was there's um i've the wildest thing is too i've seen a few uh, other than Leonard, who it's not a shock, Leonard said something. He's no, I, one of the I, most outspoken. Yeah, he's just uh, honest, one of the most outspoken people, good. and just says shit. Yeah, like if he has a thought on his mind, he's gonna say it. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not gonna hide the, it from you. The he other gives, he gives zero fucks. No, <laughs> the other thing I found. Um, oh, it's just funny how uh, was almost all of the notes of like support to Kyle Beach I saw were either people from other sports or just kind of lower rung like bottom of the lineup kind of guys i think i saw a connor carrick message i think i saw mike mckenna do you remember that was a guy who was a goalie a couple years back who got claimed by like 10 different teams on waivers in one season it was all of these guys who they're they they are they're they don't mind making a wave just because like hey what are they they gonna do yeah it's i also kind of can see it like I can see why they're not because, you know, a big time player like, I don't know, McKinnon steps out and is, it goes to his defense and then people are going to get or they're going to blackball him well, for big speaking out against the team and no yeah. team's going to want him because he's, you know, which is bad. The which big he, one, should yeah. be able to, he should be able to be like, yeah, this is terrible. What happened to you? And I'm sorry, like you should be able to do that. But yep. the problem with just kind of NHL culture in general is. Well, you don't make waves. We're all a team, you know. We gotta not make distractions. So I'm hoping that's something that can kind of change a little bit coming out of this. I don't know if it will, but the the big thing I see is, uh, not only there's no like you know big big time players coming out. There's like the big time players on his own team. Jonathan Taves in his his, Taves in his interview after the game that night. I was like, man, I understand that in he was talking about I think Stan Bowman and um whoever the fucking president was, McDonough. Yeah. I think he was talking about those guys. Um saying it's it's these guys who 
very clearly did play a big role in his life. They got him, uh, like they they built his career, like they set yeah. up the, this crazy successful career he's had. So I understand the like the tendency to you you clearly probably hold them in some amount of reverence in your head. Have like a bit of loyalty. you've had we've had relationships with them. But you sh- still should be able to see that when somebody you know well and have a relationship with does something shitty, you still should be able to admit and be like, yeah. nah, like I have these close relationships, but that was very clearly across the line. It was very clearly yeah. not how it should have been handled. But like his first instinct was to be like, hey, man, they're pretty good people. Uh, I'm like, I didn't see it. I, I read it and I read it. I read the quote, I read the quote and it was, I was like, he just said a whole lot of nothing. He literally could not have missed the mark harder. And, but, uh, so like, I'm not going to defend him at all. You're also talking about your captain of your team and a guy who might not even play. So maybe he had no relationship with the guy at all. Who regardless, knows? but like, it, no, that's I'm the not, captain I'm of the team, dude. Good. That's the thing. If anything, he's a captain of the team. He might have not had any idea of what was going on. Should he have said something about it after the fact? Now, like in that interview, yeah, absolutely. But he back in that back then in 2013, he probably didn't know who who Kyle Beach was. The I don't know. Uh, the investigation revealed that uh, some players knew, right? Oh yeah. I yeah, know there no, were some and, players because um, they like made fun of him, which that's pretty fucked up. Yes, too. there was a there was a detail where it was like um, it must have been the next season after, and it probably would have been in training camp because this would have been the time he would have been around in mm-hmm. preseason doing things. <laughs> yep. Where um, I think the one the one that I remember is somebody asked him, uh, "How'd you like the beach from Brad?" Uh, or something like that. Like they were making think- jokes. That was somebody Along else, those lines. right? That was a different uh, uh, victim. Oh, was that? Oh, because there is John Doe too, who was an entirely separate Chicago Blackhawks player who was apparently also involved, but didn't want to attach his name to um, the lawsuit. So when I listened, I listened to the 32 Thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a John Doe 1, which is Kyle Beach. There was a John Doe 2, which is this kid. And then mm-hmm. there were two black aces. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was one of the black aces that yeah. was was this problem. Yeah, or had didn't this want to, to touch his name. Right. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, John, when you say John Doe two, you mean the hockey player in Michigan, right? Yeah, the yes. high school, the high school, right. yeah. the high school player. Okay. What were we? Ta- I just lost my train of thought. What were we on? Um, we were talking about the tape comment after the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you, did you find you that, or you want me to check? I will. Just give me a second. Yeah, uh, apparently, uh, again, this is uh, just like you, Mike. I was watching Steve Dangle to kind of get filled in on all this. But Rick Westhead said that at one point, uh, Brent Sopel, I think that's the player's name, who used to play for Chicago, said that, oh, everyone in that locker room knew. Brent Sopel and also... um, One of those things we're we're taking. Nick Boynton as well. Yeah, that was the other guy. Both guys that um, came up and, and... came out in the summer and um, backed up Kyle Beach, essentially, before they knew who Kyle Beach was, basically supported the... Which was another thing. It was really heartwarming. Well, not heartwarming, but, like, it was... Nice to see. It was very... very, Yeah, uh, it was nice to see some some people in the situation, at least, be like, no, this happened. It was shit. It shouldn't have happened, and back him up. And um, Kyle, in his interview after uh, with Rick Westhead... 
thanked them hugely and as well as paul vincent who was uh who was i think a skills coach with chicago at the time that uh i'll brought it to like brought the allegations to and i think he was the one because they went to him because he was i think former law enforcement if i remember it correctly so and he brought it to higher ups in Chicago, who then, who then were like, "Okay, yeah, we'll get it." Hmm, yep, yeah, we're yeah. Thanks for telling us. And then did what they did. But I did just find the Jonathan Davis quote, and he was talking about uh, it wasn't Stan and um, John McDonough. I forgot it because John McDonough was no longer with the team at this point. He left a while ago. He was talking about Stan and Al McIsaac who was uh, senior vice president of hockey operations at the time. Um, so just another leadership position yeah. that was privy to the whole situation. But uh, after the game on the night that the... That everything came out. That Kyle Beach, because the report came out, and then the next day Kyle Beach spoke. It was the night of the... The game was the night when Kyle Beach spoke. And after it, a reporter asked him... It, if his opinion of Bowman and McIsaac has changed. And then his response was to me, Stan and Al make any argument that you want. They're not directly complicit in the activities that happened. It's not up to me to comment on whether they'd like to deal with it differently or not. I just know them as people. And I've had a relationship and friendship with them for a long time being as part of the Blackhawks family. People like Alan Stan have made coming to the Blackhawks for players around the league who come here to play on this team one of the special places to play hockey. To me, I have a ton of respect for them as people. How the situation went down, went th- what the timeline was, what they know, I can't really comment on that. It's obviously a tough day. Which doesn't even, I don't they didn't even mention Kyle in there. Nope. It was all about, you know, they've really, they've done a lot of great stuff for me. They've done a lot of great stuff making this a team that people want to play for because we win things. You forgot the best, uh, the worst line in the whole thing. It was like, really long. I stopped The last it. sentence that says, so I have a lot of respect for them as people. They're good people. Yeah. What? That's what? a choice. <laughs> like, again, you, you could have at least... to what I was saying, like, it, yes, I, I'm sure you do have some amount of respect for them and what they've done for you through your life, through your career. But in this moment in time where you've just found out this very bad thing, you should maybe stop for a second and contemplate, hmm, maybe they're not as good of people as I thought they were. I'm sure they've done some good things for me, but maybe at, maybe I have to rethink how I view them a little bit. Yeah. At the very least, like, the very least he could have done was been like, I think they're good people who made a terrible mistake. That's like the right. very least he could have done. He didn't even fucking do that. He didn't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's not a good time for hockey right now. I don't know. I just, it's like, a little somber I, for, with good reason. Like, I think just we all- everything I've seen from people though, like in big leadership positions, I'm like, I don't know that I think they actually care this much about it and are going to stop it from happening again. Because you see $2 million, okay, yeah, that's a real deterrent, a $2 million fine in yeah, terms it's, of... Like, it's, that's got to be more. For, um, for the Blackhawks, that's one of your high... That's got to be one of your highest money earners. Yeah. In the and, league. And, I mean, all of the NHLPA people are saying the right quotes and being like, this is terrible that this happened to Kyle. We're so unbelievably sorry. 
you know, that we didn't do literally any step we possibly could have years ago. You know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It's all still the same people. I, I'm not, I don't know. I hope this won't happen again, but that's the thing. There's always, there's always a certain percentage of people that suck. Sexual assault in a workplace is going to be a thing. Like it, just, it exists. It's, it just happens. People are shit sometimes yeah. it happens. But the bare minimum is if once it gets reported, you should have to then report it to law enforcement. You should have to have steps you need to, like, I don't know. I hope I hope it, this leads to improvements within the NHL and the NHLPA. But I think it know, will. Hopefully. I think it will, and I think, uh, I think a large part of that is, I think uh, Kyle coming forward is going to help that a lot. Yeah. That's true, because... Before all of this, uh, this is a whole separate thing. I am very, very, I don't know, disappointed in, in it feels very like high and mighty for me, but I'm very, I don't love hockey media as a whole right now when it was like three people reporting on this massive story on the, one of the NHL's biggest markets committing like, and then like there, and now everybody's the like, there was like two mentions, things to eight, report. Two mentions of it, maybe yeah. during like broadcasts during the last play. Like you might, and if in like a black Blackhawks broadcast, you might hear him be like, mm, "Yes," and this thing is going on. But hockey, you know, we gotta like, look at this crazy goal. Like, yeah, nobody wanted to burn bridges. Very obviously, nobody wanted to bring up like losses of uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, access a lot losing access to like team sources and where none of that shit matters when it comes to a story like this and i'm glad rick west had figured that out uh, i'm glad i don't remember who exactly it was there was a couple local uh like regional chicago radio stations i think that did some of the original reporting on the court filings which is what rick has Westhead saw and was able to kind of like build off that and then um who was it the athletic writer Strang? Katie Strang, Katie Strang um, yeah. who has had some really big stories over the last while. She was one that did that um, Arizona story that kind of exposed all of the everything behind that. There was a couple people that pushed the story, and um, I'm glad for what they did because uh, it, it it brought some amount of like eyes to it, and mm -hmm. hopefully will bring some <laughs> amount of punishment. And I don't know. I just I'm really disappointed in most of the mainstream hockey media that was basically like, mm, yes, the Blackhawks, mm, hockey team, yeah. The, but Nick's, now Nick's the game not playing tonight is that what you want to talk about? Now uh, hockey's broadcasted on ESPN, the world's biggest sports coverage or sports yeah. company, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know they're not going to do fucking shit. Yeah, I don't remember ESPN. hearing That's anything ESPN's about thing. it there. But I also just watched they've done the games. A few, they've done, yeah, no, they, like, I've seen, I don't know when they would have happened within, like, their TV scheduling, because most of what I watch is just, like, YouTube videos now these days. I don't watch cable anymore. <laughs> um, but, like, I've seen, they did, like, a few segments on it, a few pieces. That was what John Tortorella, the quote I was talking about, was from. They've done some coverage on it. But, like, just the... It was it come like the news of it comes out during the cup finals and everybody in the league is immediately like, hmm, yes, only only the Habs lightning. That's the only thing that happened today. Right. There's nothing. There's no other news. Nope. Uh, and then do like one like one minute segment on the Blackhawks at the very end of the night or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like. I'm, I'm glad for requested and and, ter and 
Katie Strang. Katie Strang. Why can I not remember her name? Um, yeah. And uh, hopefully we can keep seeing some improvements coming out of this. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll just say again, anybody who hasn't should watch that interview Kyle Beach did. It's very powerful. So the, give the, that a watch. The few, uh, the few sound clips I heard were, were pretty, pretty heart-wrenching. Just hearing yeah. the way his voice is breaking and everything. I, yeah, that's not... Because that would, like, imagine good. how just entirely worthless you would feel after what happened to him happened to him. You'd feel he reported powerless. it to the team, and then he is around that coach for another three weeks during, like, he's... They, they're, they're there, and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, I reported and said something's going to be done now. No, he's still there. And then just... Okay, yeah, he goes out the door in the summer or whatever. It's just so strange that this first round pick that they picked 11th overall never got a look. Jeez, yeah. Never really got a look. He played some preseason games, but then he kind of got sent down to the AHL. They often cited like character issues or like and having like having a hard time staying focused. I wonder if that might be because you're, he's still working for a team that he reported a crime to and they didn't do anything. So he might be a little, you know, he might not like that'll affect you. And then just, he also knows that, okay, I reported it once. Nothing was done. And now I'm just getting set. I can't do, I can't make any waves if I want to keep a career in the NHL. Cause they still hold my rights for however many years or whatever. Like, a, like it's just such a shitty situation he was thrown into, and I hope he can take some amount of vindication, some amount of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not enjoyment, but like some amount of like solace. Solace, yeah, that's a good word. Um, out of the investigation came out. I hope an investigation that isn't paid for by the Blackhawks is done because as open as they were, it's still an investigation bought and paid for by the Blackhawks and. That's never a good idea. The you know the the team involved that covered up the thing uh, like it's yeah, so that's, like that's never like that's I'm still kind of astounded that the NHL was like yeah you can do an internal investigation on this and then the fact that it was an internal investigation it was still this damning the fact that it's an investigation the team paid for and they still came out looking this bad is like imagine if it wasn't ah uh, I don't know uh it sucks. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Bad situation. Um, yeah. I, I once, once again, I want to, I want to kind of like, I guess, praise Kyle Beach for coming forward. That takes, that takes some, I'm going to listen. I'm not going to be super serious here. That takes some balls. It does. I mean, and I think uh, was, he needs to be applauded. He definitely does. Especially, I mean, not that he was ever required to, and it's kind of shitty that this is the case. Yeah. That when it's a John Doe in the lawsuit, it's like, all right, well, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a much more just like, you're not associating it no with face. an actual person. It's John, right. Um, so it's great that, I think it's great that he was able to have the, yeah, the strength to be able to put his name to it and, um, and fight for some amount of change. And, um, he apparently had a meeting with the league with Gary Bettman and um, I think Donald Fear. I think they. It sounded like Bettman might have done pretty well by him in that meeting. Yeah, From I mean, and I've he's gonna heard. say the right things. He's he's a lawyer. a lawyer, very much so, trying to kind of save the NHL's ass after um, 
after a really shitty thing happened. Um, so yeah, I'm sure he probably said a lot of the right things. I hope he actually means them. And mm -hmm. I hope, um, you know, we can kind of work towards a better situation overall with the league and to a, I mean, like I said, something like this will, will probably happen again. I think even Kyle Beach said that in his interview. He was like, sexual assault's going to happen with people because some people suck. Um, but hopefully it'll never come to a situation where it gets reported, nothing is done with it, and then this guy goes on to assault at least two more people that we know of. And then is now out of jail working, owning a glass etching company that happens to regularly take college-age interns and he's legally allowed to do that as a uh, hmm. um, mm, that seems just, suspect. Yeah. Is it not in Sketch. Michigan? I don't. Remember. If he's only There's registered hard... in Michigan, then he yeah, doesn't have that's... to tell anybody if he's in a different state. Yeah. Why do I feel I, um, that should be? I feel like that should be a federal thing. You think? That's but... a topic for another discussion. That sounds like yeah, a federal uh, issue <laughs> to me. So I, I guess uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys, if everyone has said everything that they need to say, and we could. I think uh, so. We can wrap yeah. the segment up. I just want to say, um, yeah, definitely. If you haven't, and with the trigger warning, obviously of sexual assault, uh, listen to that interview. You could just look it up on YouTube. Kyle Beach and Rick Westhead. Um, listen to the Steve Dangle podcast. They did a great job covering it. Yeah. And read anything that Rick Westhead and Katie Strang have to say on this situation if you want to stay informed. Obviously, yeah. we're, you know, like, thanks for listening to us. Um, <laughs> but like, that's where, that's like, yeah, it's, I think it's important to read it. And it's important to obviously talk about it, uh, obviously, with all the trigger warnings yeah. and, and all that. But, but yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, Kyle Beach, we're, I guess we're all, we're all thinking about you. And, we're yeah, behind you. Kudos, kudos, we're behind you. Kudos to doing what you've done. And, Let's hope uh, some changes could be made in the future. And welcome back, back from a break. Podcast. We're back from break. <laughs> Mickey's got a story for us. Oh, we're back from break. Do I? Okay. Yes, we're back. Uh, okay. Uh, we're back. No more trigger warning. The rest of this is going to be happy-go-lucky, regular old fifth-line podcast. Goodness. BS. Yep. <laughs> um, so, Mike. Well, I got a story? Let's, let's hear about Monday night. Ah, unless you're saving it. Shit. All right. Yes. What happened, what, what suppose, happened with you Monday I night? I suppose I could talk about that. <laughs> uh, so I went, as, as we know, I've mentioned in like two previous episodes, uh, I was going to the... KeyBank Center uh, to watch my lightning take on my girlfriend's sabers. Um, and I knew, dude, I knew going in. You, <laughs> you said, you stop laughing. You said, it, you said it on the podcast. You said we could. I, got I did. I yeah. said them. They did. They, yeah. I said it. I was like, I don't feel good about the lightning going into this game. The sabers were hot and the lightning yeah. were not. Sabres still hot. Nice. Still, yeah. they're still going. Yeah, Sabres nice are still going. Words there. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it was just so weird. The whole I game. The, I prefer the term trounced. They they get okay. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. On the scoreboard, <laughs> on the scoreboard, they were trounced. In the game, they as far as, uh as far as like offensive zone time and pressure the lightning 
were ahead by quite a bit. There oh, were. I'm sure. I'm sure they out, they beat him out in like puck possession and all, yes. all of that shit. They right? beat him out in all but, that stuff. I think. But because Brian Elliott's Bunzy. Oh boy, Brian Elliott. Oh boy. <laughs> Curtis, come back. Brian Elliott was not the answer to you. Well, the first, so so the freaking the freaking Sabers score less than two minutes in. There's a shot from like the left circle. H. Thompson. It hits Elliott, and it just it ricochets away straight to the middle of the ice where there's no Lightning players, and there's one Olafson. And Elliott and Elliott crunches up like he's got it, leaving a giant four by six foot fucking gaping net to shoot at <laughs> and it's victor olafson like he's not gonna he miss that one of the best players on the sabers yeah so that was unfortunate <laughs> that was an unfortunate start <laughs> like, um <laughs> but no they like and then there was like sergachev made a shitty pass at the with like 30 seconds left sergachev makes this pass across their blue line when there's two sabers guys on each uh like there's one on each defender and like he passes it and i'm like what and then what happens? Some freaking dude, I don't remember his name. You all right there, Ben? <laughs> yep. Some freaking dude, I don't remember his name, goes in on a breakaway, puts it past Elliot. Elliot's small, by the way. I think, I think I'm taller than Brian Elliot. Oh, um, I know, real quick. Because he was standing next to the net, and I'm like, I think I'm taller than that guy. But How uh, tall are you? 5'8". So you're not. What is he, 5'9"? He's 6'3", apparently. <laughs> my ass who took his measurements can they take mine well, no maybe way he's just, maybe, maybe his stance is just very yeah like, very crunched over i guess but yeah. he wasn't playing he was standing like it was in it was in between well you're you're from like far away i don't I know i guess i wasn't though 61 dollars seats not in the that Key far Bank away yeah i was right yeah, i was right yeah. there no um <laughs> no but he I think he did all right. The Lightning weren't playing great, but the score, the game was play wise, it was closer than the score reflected. But I would have enjoyed seeing uh, an actual Lightning goal because the goal they got was just this shitty trickler that just like. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought Kalorin scored. He did, but I don't think it was even his goal. Like it was just such a shitty goal. Like it was, it wasn't like somebody sniped it or like a nice one time. Like a Stamkos one time. It was a, or, yeah, it was a like dribbly that. shot from the point that hits Kalorin and then just across the line i'm like what the? i'm like man i hope they get i'm like i'm glad they tied it up but i hope they get a real goal they didn't nope <laughs> um but danielle had fun yeah um and i had a good time it's it was cool i got this hat oh nice nice sabers hat da- cool. danielle got yeah, a jersey yeah Who'd Ooh, she get a, a name she, get, she get yeah she got well she got um she doesn't like to spend money. Right. Uh, and she got a uh, Olafson changed his number. So she got oh. some old Olafson. She got an old Olafson jersey nice. with uh, 68. Ooh, 71 nice. Now. Nice. Yeah. On sale jersey. I, oh, bet. Man. I wish it would have been 69. Nope, not 69. I told her. I told her that too. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Um, <laughs> I saw that on her Snapchat and I was like, man, that would have been better if it was 69. <laughs> I, I got no response. So, I mean, are, you, are you surprised? I'm upset with you. <laughs> All right. She feels it, I'm sure. Um, but you know what? That seemed to kick him into gear, the lightning. I don't know if Cooper yelled at him or something, but the next night they played the Penguins and beat them 5-1. Yeah. Um, and it was the best game they'd played all season. 
Like they finally actually got real goals. Because before they were just these garbage goals, which I'm okay with because whatever goal is a goal. But like, I was like, when are they going to start like moving the puck super well and actually mm-hmm. like looking good? And they finally did in this game and then they beat Arizona, same score, much the same way. And that's Arizona. So, yeah. You know, if they hadn't done that, I would have been concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, cause for they're, they're doing all right, you know, uh, four, three and one fourth in the division. They're all right. Still early. I, I think they're rounding into form right now. So they're right where they want to be. What's oh, that yeah. like? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you want to, let's do, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's it's hear a it. Perfect transition. Let's today. hear it. Uh, that records. I'm looking at it right it's now. Qu- it's quite well, is it now? shite. Is it, is it two, two and seven or is it two and it's eight? Two and it's eight. Two and eight. <laughs> two and eight after today. Okay, yeah. And your gold diff. Your gold diff is minus fifteen. Oh. oh. The senators are minus one. By the way. Wow. So Dang. All right, Sens. They've been playing some close games. This podcast always has faith in the Sens. Let's be real. I mean, it really does. Us, you have faith. It really in does. You guys do. I don't. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. that's our job. We're supposed to support <laughs> you through these trying times. <laughs> yeah, not the, Ben, though. We don't support uh, Ben. Thanks, the Habs, though. Um, yeah, their team, to quote Pierre Dorian. They skate. Um, they, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to find, I'll find a couple good things. Oh, some silver linings here. Or should um, we say bronze? For one, they won in San Jose. So I don't have to hear about Craig Reve winning it in overtime in 1999 being the last time the Habs won in San Jose anymore. 99? I've heard of that factoid every goddamn what? Habs broadcast they whenever they go it. to San Jose they for hate it in San Jose. all my life. I Wait, no longer have to. They hadn't won in San Jose since 1999. Since 1999. Holy shit. <laughs> they yeah, never crazy. beat the Sharks. They have done it a couple... I think it was, if I remember correctly, I don't remember the exact year... But like it was last time in San Jose was ninety nine. The last time they beaten San Jose at all, I think, was like twenty fourteen. Oh geez. Uh, Wait, guys, you remember when we went to Ben? We saw a Sharks Canadians game. Yeah, the Habs lost. And oh, the Habs did. lost. Yeah, holy. That's God. right. Every game of my life I've ever yeah. been to against uh <laughs> against San Jose, I don't think they've won a single one. And I've been to like wow. three or four. I don't. They can't. They don't like beating San Jose. I they guess, don't like but, that hey, color. That's uh, that's all done now. They did. It's not since 1999. That factoid rule. That was. I was kind of joking on Twitter, being like, "Ah, well, you know, they broke the San Jose curse. They can only go. They can go nowhere but up." And then, <laughs> and then yesterday and today happened, and they lost five two and four two uh, to oh, LA, and then they played Anaheim today. And oh I, yeah, um, that's where you sent that. Funny thing is, oh my god, Anaheim's so, Anaheim's weird. They're playing decent this year, and it's like, what the fuck? This team's bad. I mean, they're. Beating the Habs right now isn't exactly um, yeah. a huge vote of confidence in any team. It's kind of just what people are doing. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that game today was. I I didn't even know, I forgot it was happening. I started watching it about ten minutes into the first, and it was everything in me to, to keep watching it by by the time the second period rolled around because they went down a goal. And anytime they go down a goal in this season, it's just kind of like, all right, we're done. Yeah. 
Um, they did tie it up, made it 2-2. I'm like, ah, Jake Evans, damn you for making me actually pay attention to this for a second. Um, and then the third period happened, and yeah, it just kind of continued. Um, not very good still. So your boy, Jake I will Allen. say, Jake is Allen? Jake Allen is not playing good then, is he? No, that's the thing. Or no, I mean, yes, he's fine. Sorry, I, I've responded to that poorly. I have seen so much shit on Habs Twitter coming for Jake Allen, and I will defend him because fucking A, man, in front of him, it's just so bad. The only reason they won in San Jose the other night is because Jake Allen had a 48-save shutout. Um, Jesus. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Uh, he has been hung out oh, to dry. Hold so on, hold on, year. hold on. Let's backpedal on this. 48 fucking shots? Yeah. What is going on with their defense? Didn't they sign David Savard to basically fill that hole for Weber this year? Didn't work. I mean, they did, but that was a bad choice from the beginning. Um, <laughs> but it's not even... I actually don't hate how David Savard's done uh, since he's been... He was actually finally removed from a pairing with Ben Chirot. It actually happened, and ever since, he's actually been pretty okay. He, um, he's nothing spectacular, but he... He's well known to be just a guy who makes nothing happen in either end, um, which is good. If you have defensive issues, he can at least fix one of your problems um, <laughs> in certain usage. Uh, so there's something. You need some know. of those guys. Th- what's that? You need some of those guys. Those nothing happens when they're on the ice. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. I don't hate it. De- you just need your defensive defenseman. The guy He's certainly not him. the biggest problem on this team at this point in the year. I'll say that at least. Um, but they at least. How's your like, rook doing? Cole Caulfield? Has, yeah. he, has, he, got, has he scored oh, yet? Real bad. I yeah, got, no, I got rid of him. Yeah. You know I was say, like, you I should, don't think he's going to score. Say, if you haven't dropped him, you should. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, I don't know what it is. It doesn't help that he's not getting like any kind of ice time. They he struggled to start, and they basically immediately bumped him down to third line. And mm-hmm. like tonight in a game they were trailing, he got eleven minutes of ice time. How how are you liking that coach? Because <laughs> I know last year I was not a big fan of your coach, and you were like, "Oh, this guy's fucking good. He got under the cup. He's a good coach." I said, "This guy's shit." The thing is, <laughs> you're gonna see it next year. I oh, listen I to was, Nick. I was not in love with him by the time regular season came to an end because, yeah, the regular season wasn't very good last year. But then me watching them as soon as they got rest and basically a mini training camp essentially just become an entirely different team. I didn't know how sustainable it would be, but I had no choice but to be like, hmm, maybe he's not an idiot because, like... Nah, he's an idiot. Um... I don't know how to feel about Dominic Ducharme. I really What's don't. idiot in French? Is it just? I feel like it's just idiot. Idiot. I might be entirely wrong. <laughs> no, um, that's what I was thinking. Say, Here, I'll Google it. But I think I think Mrs. Simonson said that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, I I don't know about Dom. I I all I I don't think he has a good enough team this year. Like they, that team's you do lacking. have to factor that into the equation. That team is, like, is he yeah. doing his very level best? No, probably not. I mean, he had their they have a two and eight record. Um, but like, look at that decor and tell me how you're supposed to have a better. I mean, no, you should have a better one. There shouldn't be two and eight right now. But they did at least this week. They seemed to 
they were doing more than they had. Like they've been in games a lot more than they had for like the first five. The first five, they didn't look like a viable team. They've at least started doing some things right uh, over this past week, over these last four games. They've won two of their last four. Uh, um, no, no, sorry. That's not true. They've won two of their last five. Yep. So real bad. You want to know something about um, sports that I don't like? What's this that? Is gonna, sure. This parlays into this Canadians conversation. When a team is doing bad, <clears throat> it's easy to blame the coach, right? Mm-hmm. Coach is the guy who runs the team day to day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the GM's responsibility to put that team together. He signs the players, he brings them in. It's not the coach's decision; it's the GM. You know, I've had this conversation with people about the Yankees, and they're like, "Oh, why the fuck can't the Yankees win?" And they just signed Aaron Boone back, their coach. And I'm like, I don't think Aaron Boone's the fucking problem, and I don't think the players are. I think it's your goddamn GMs, these guys who sit on these fucking teams forever and like bad on Bergevin going into this season knowing he's got a monster hole to fill in Weber and only getting one new one new guy. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. not even close to the same caliber. Which, no. to, to a degree, like, I'm sure he probably would have loved to have gotten Dougie Hamilton, but <laughs> there's other factors at play. I, but I don't know. I, I definitely do think they need a different voice. I, they need to go to coaching change? For, no. Come on, Jeff Molson. I don't even know about... I'm he not convinced Dom Ducharme. I, yeah, I'm not convinced Dom Ducharme is bad yet. I'm not convinced he's great yet either. Um, but I, I, I think they just need a new voice in the GM spot. Like Bergevin's been there for so long. You've seen how he builds a team. It's we have Carey Price, and yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And let's how's that worked out for them? They've missed the playoffs how many times? And they've made one cup run. They missed the playoffs Next in pros. his time there. In his time in Montreal, how many times has he made the playoffs? He's been there starting in the. Was, after he, got hired, he got hired after the. He got hired after the 2011-2012 season. He left the Blackhawks organization before their last cup, I think. Um, he got hired after the 2012 uh, season finished. Then the next year they made the playoffs, made the playoffs, made the playoffs. Then didn't, didn't. Only did because of play-in round. Arguably only did last year because of Canadian division. And then are now where we are. So seven out of ten is what you're saying? That's pretty fucking good. Well, they didn't make it during pandemic yeah. bubble year. Yeah, they were they were twenty first, fourth in the league. Well, so you're so there's two, so it's fifty percent. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I guess it's really not that. I feel bad. Like that's not bad. Getting to the playoffs, sure, but he has consistently shown that. The way he builds a team is just so flawed in that it's almost always entirely, all right, we got Carey Price, so we always have a chance in the playoffs. Just got to make it there. And then last year we found out that, I mean, yeah, sometimes, sure. Um, <laughs> but... Like yeah, he got so he, reaffirmed. Last yeah, that's year. the problem. That's the problem. That was like the entire time I was watching it. I was like, "This is pretty awesome," but also 
Um, <laughs> the, he's never since Andre Markov been able to really fill that spot uh, in the lineup. Like he never completely. He was hoping team. Romanov would be that. He never, yeah, uh, I don't know. He just never seems to be able to complete a team. He's very good at making what seem to be kind of off-the-board moves that end up being pretty okay and actually getting a decent player out of it. But it's not like, it's not a player player. Like, it's not a Habs, world beater. The Habs haven't had a superstar other than Carey Price. Well, this year, Mike. Well, this year, hashtag Mike Hoffman. What do you? Okay, well, here's the question. What do you? What's superstar? I don't. I'm not. Like I guess Marzell. superstar is a strong word, like but like, it's a guy or... that has any chance of like. It's a guy that when he's on the ice has a chance of being a game breaker mm. when they're on, like when they're there. Patrick, like Wynan. it's your, it's your Sidney Crosby's, it's your uh, Artemi Panarin's, it's your Alex Ovechkin's, which I'm. Obviously, yes, these are all very good players, but come on, pointer. You're the you're the you're the the Montreal (laughs) Canadiens. You have all the resources in the world. You're the you're the most storied franchise in the history of hockey. That's just an antique at this point. Uh, I like he just is like, "Mm, yep, I'm gonna make all these moves that are gonna turn out great. You know, making my entire decor just me. But now, um. Like and that's <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be perfect. They're uh, they're gonna hit so many guys as they miss assignments in their own end and allow goals. They're gonna hit him so well. Uh, the last like, the last superstar I can think of, honestly, like when I think is PK. That's the that's the last like, mm, like I would be like when I would think Montreal PK. Yeah, yeah, he was somebody who was. Which I mean, George LaRock. You'd, you'd argue that he had his own deficiencies, <laughs> although he, he was so heavily relied on. George LaRock, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I still remember I, seeing him outside the Bell Center on that fake ice playing that hockey. Fun. That was cool. Yeah. I don't know. I how think they just guys, need a new voice. Well, how come you guys have such better like Bell Center stories than me? Um, cause I went, cause I went a bunch of times with Ben when we were kids. We were like young. You graduated college so quickly, Nick. You graduated college so quickly. You graduated too quick. You needed to slow her down. (laughs) I went to one. I went to one with you, Ben. We went to the Avs game, right? Yeah, that was cool. I think, and then I, I mean, there's been a few I've brought Mike because it was Tampa. I think did we have we have we won two or is it only one? Just one. This one, yeah. okay. Oh yeah, because there was another one I brought Eric to that was Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a game. And then that you brought Aaron to one too. Was that one cool? Jumbo again. I mean, it was cool for me. Max Domi got a breakaway goal to win it, and that was that. That was Damn that year it. in twenty eight. That was in twenty eighteen nineteen. Oh, that was when they were when owning. they actually got so fucking close. That was they tied note. it. They tied this it. This is this is when. Um, this bothers me whenever people were like with this NHL season, this past NHL season, oh, they only made it in because they're in a weak division. Yes, that happens every year. The, the Canadians would have made it in 2018-19 if they were in the Western Conference. They had more points than both Vegas and Colorado, so fuck off. Damn, um, really? Yes. They had a decent team 2018-19. They were fun. Wait, so you're um, telling me the Craplantic changed over all the way back then? I think so. Dang. Uh, back but, then it's fucking three years ago, dude. 1819. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. back well, then, I mean, man. I was, I was, was twenty. Like I was twenty-one. Yeah. The Sens and the uh, Red Wings were still atrocious then. 
Yeah, they're yeah, on their way up. Oh, Detroit. Hey, yeah, ain't half bad. I they've, they've uh, watch out. Oh, fun fact by the way, Mark Bergevan was on the expansion Lightning. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be very happy if Mark Bergevan didn't come back next year. Is where I'll end it. Uh, they need a different look at like they. I don't know. This He's is what I so think. Many... Ah. This is what I think happened. I think he got this affirmation from this cup run, and he's like, "This is why he didn't sign a an extension." He's like, "I can get more money somewhere else. I'm taking my talents, taking my talents to California or yeah, know, somewhere that's else." That's the rumor is L.A. <laughs> like, don't take yeah. him. He's gonna destroy you. Oh wait, yeah. Please don't do that, L.A. Please. He's gonna get he... six hymns, as Ben says. I like that's the thing. I wait. Will not... Did I just see what did I just see? What did I just see 10 to 4 for the Ducks? No, it was 4 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think Unless we've the covered the Canadians game enough. went very differently after I turned it off. <laughs> I, think, I think we've touched on the Canadians long enough. Yeah, I'll just end it with um, Damn, you guys only got 18 yeah. shots too. Mark Bergevan. Um, Good luck leave. at your next. At your uh, next he he, <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. He, I, there's <laughs> definitely like I I will freely admit there are worse GMs you can have, but I have seen enough of this Stand particular Bowman. one in this yeah they, uh the, this Aaron particular Blair. one in this situation. <laughs> uh, I think I think it just could help if they they need they just need to bring in a new listen i'm gonna say it again i just said it under my breath and mike heard at least you don't have pierre mcguire on your team (laughs) i mean you guys are fine you never know pierre could be a beast i don't i i don't think so just don't let him talk into a mic nick if you have a player going through some shit pierre definitely knows their mom's old chicken soup recipe he'll come for that player yeah carrots celery and here's the kicker a little bit of cayenne in there gives it a nice kick (laughs) that's a three goal night that's a three goal night after having a meal oh yeah all right let me touch on the sends quick here because i don't have i don't really have much to say the sends have played one game since we last talked they played dallas last night and they won and they won and they won Brady Brady Kachuk got his first goal of the season. Nice, good on him. Booyah! So th- things are looking up, and that's all I've got to say. Nick, who was the goalie? Who was the goalie that played last night? Uh, it wasn't Matt Murray. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah, he's so, oh, oh yeah, yeah Hol- for Holby Frado. was playing. Holby was playing for Dallas. Um, okay. Give me second. I feel like you had to feel like Forsberg's a good guess, eh? I mean, it's either Forsberg or Gustafson. It was Gustafson. And they won, so... Yeah, oh, yeah. both of those goalies, right. if you use them in a tandem format, have been not bad. Very nice, right. very nice. I also, I think it might have been after that game, yeah, it was. There was a Gustafson quote I loved. I just found it on Twitter again. It looks like I'm calm, but it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> Talking about his play, and I'm That's like, funny. me too, man. Me too. That's funny. <laughs> All right, well, Rick. All right, we're swinging over to me. Uh, to first the thing, eyes. I know we... I know we touched on the Canadians, but Ben, I just want to say I watched the Kings highlights and Ben Sherrod scored a goal late in the game. And I love when Ben Sherrod. Oh, was that him? I wasn't yes, watching at that point. Sherratt, a Ben Sherrod from the point goal counter. Hey, there you go, Ben. He got a, you, a slapper from the point. Just for you. Just for you. It was a wrister, actually. So. Ah. 
Yeah. Wow. Does he actually? Maybe he'll stop doing his fucking slap shot. <laughs> yeah, into the he's like, he has a wrist shot. Maybe he'll stop doing his slap shot into everybody's knees. And yeah. Every can other I just play, say you know? how much I hate when defensemen just rip a huge slap shot into someone's legs or ten feet oh, you by would the net? Hate watching the Habs this year. I'm sure I would. I hate it, dude. I'm like, just you could shoot it hard enough. You don't need to slap it. Mike Hoffman um, has at least uh, kind of gotten rid of the they only do a point shot from Petrie uh, thing. At least he's uh, at another option. He's actually scored a few. Is he a, is he a one T side of the uh, uh, like? He's still half usually pretty guy? high. He's usually high, like right around probably top of the faceoff circle, a little higher maybe. He's not quite hmm. point, but he's not far down the sideboards. He's kind of like yeah, in a yeah, weird, yeah. interesting in between. But the Islanders, Eric. Yes. Um, okay, hold on one sec. I gotta, I gotta look at some news here. Um, news okay, big things say. to take away. All right, the Islanders are on a really long road trip, as you guys know, because they haven't played at home. They still haven't yet. played at home yet. Yeah. Have they not oh, played yeah. at home yet? Because the stadium's yeah. not done. Is that it, why? It's it's pretty much done. They lay down the ice. They're just like it's last minute prep gotcha. stuff. Yeah. I wondered. So you we were talking about this last week, and I was like, why the fuck haven't they played at home? That's such a long road streak. Like, yeah. That yeah, doesn't that happen very often. That's ass. It, it just clicks with me now that they don't. They weren't playing at home because their fucking arena's not done. Yeah. Yeah um but okay a few things to note for the islanders they played only this week they played vegas and nashville and they beat vegas two nothing um which is really really good obviously uh again the islanders did classic islanders hockey let's only score two goals but let up zero um, and that was partially behind the play of Ilya Sorokin, who again at the beginning of the season i think i said this i, I really didn't want to like same thing i didn't want to like beat up on him like it's like the islanders have not been playing well in front of him and this man has been playing fantastic. He was the NHL's third star of the week. Uh, I don't, I can't find right now the save percentage, but it was like a nine three one, and it's something ridiculous, something Dang. something very good. So Sorokin has looked great, which is fantastic because Varlamov is still um, he's practicing, I believe, and skating and everything. He's just not starting. Um, and then the Islanders lost. The Islanders lost to Nashville <laughs> yesterday. They scored two power play goals. That's big because the Islanders' power play is kind of. Eh. So it was, it was nice to see power play goals scored by Bavillier and Oliver Wallstrom, who's having a very good year um, so far. I believe... Oh, would you look at who the Islanders play next, too? The Montreal Canadiens. Um, Ooh, this could I be believe, interesting. Yeah, so Oliver Wallstrom leads the Islanders in goals right now. That's not who you want goals. to lead your team. I, yes, but at the same time, Wallstrom is brought up to be a goal scorer. So the fact that he is scoring yeah, goals, that's he's a good doing thing. His job, yeah. How's my How's um, my boy doing? You know uh, who oh, is. Oh, which, one's is, which one's his Actually, boy? Okay. <laughs> but I think Clutterbuck is two on the season. Yeah, Clutterbuck Let's is two on go. the season. Yeah, he's, he's doing pretty well. Um, he was worth the protect. He, he always, he always yeah. starts the season hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then he just fades into oblivion, like the rest of that. I really need to get. I really need to get a Clutterbuck jersey. Do it, do it. You need you to get a Sens jersey, please. Yeah, yes. Or, also that, or no. just be an Isles fan with Eric. Damn, be an Isles fan. <laughs> you, you wouldn't do that though, because you like the Rangers. That is true. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I'd be, I'd be a Rangers fan either. before I'd be any other fan. Or you can be I a Lightning believe, fan. With I me. can't believe you just said that to me, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanna, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, but uh, yeah, so the the Preds won in uh, a shootout. I think it was a shootout. Uh, um, yeah, it was a shootout. So okay, the Isles yeah. grabbed a point again. Yeah, they're kind close. of they're middle of the 
middle of the pack right now. I say middle of the pack. Where where are they in the Weird, standings? Weirdly I enough, think they're they seventh. Are, yeah, so they're which again, uh, they're on a road trip right now. They're kind of hanging on, doing what they can. Yeah, but um, I bet I, like teams yeah. are going to be seventh in their they're standings. Close. Yeah, they're, they're still going to be like a two point difference. So like, they're two points. Seen, yeah. They're two points out of fourth. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. And again, with their play, I haven't seen anything worrying. I'm so, pretty sure uh, like the Atlantic is like is weird. There's dude. so many guys that are are ha- so many teams that have eight points right now. Like yeah, four or five yeah. of those teams have eight points. We're still early in the year. Yeah, all. yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. Like, and then there's Florida. And then there's Florida. which yeah, with seventeen guys. guys they're um, going. They're going winless the rest of the way, guys. <laughs> They did lose after to, uh, they did lose after Quenville yeah. stepped down. They so. won the first game after him. Oh, did and they? Then, yeah, yeah, they must have been after like the next well, one after because they, well, did, but they, they played the Bruins. He didn't step down though right away. He no. after everything no, happened, no, he was, did the he he did oh, okay. they did win the okay. first game with Andrew Burnett behind okay. the bench. I wasn't sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just want to say with the Islanders, Ben, I could see the Islanders dropping one to your Canadians because the Islanders do that sometimes. No. That being said. <laughs> they won't. I promise I, you yeah, they won't. I, <laughs> I, I truly promise you they won't. <laughs> that inter- interesting factoid here, and this is going to hurt, Eric, but your Islanders are the only Metro team with a negative goal differential. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. They're on a road trip from hell, right? Like, I mean, they're. Well, I'm not saying it's holding... bad, and it's literally, yeah. ne- it's literally negative one. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, but, no, no, but it's just, uh, like it's, just well, it's interesting to see. It is yeah. because it's that's very much the opposite of like the whole system the Islanders have going. Like, it's supposed to yeah, goal differential is not supposed to be like that. Also, what? also, I want to say something because I love this team. Real quick, the Kraken. I, I kind of was thinking, I kind of want to like just mention them briefly in Stins. I don't know if Do anyone it. else wants to join Do me it. on I've this. I've been watching I've every been game watching I can. A lot yeah. of them, yeah. yeah. The crack. I want them to. So Everly finally scored. Saw saw a sick goal. Gord uh, yeah. scored, scored as well. Scored. Yeah. Gord scored a sweet goal. That goal that was, was real nice. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was. Both of those goals were in the game against the Habs. Yeah, oh, Everly was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get owned. Um, yeah, but so was that the crack? Was that their first home win? against the Habs yep we gave them their first home and we're so nice I mean geez should have a sign should make a sign like the Preds and then they beat um (laughs) who was the second team they beat it was the uh, Minnesota Wild which oh they beat the Wild they beat the Wild yeah Um, the the thing with them is they've been like I've watched a lot of their games they've been in almost all of them that I've watched and they're usually just which is about what you'd expect with I think their roster they have a really good goalie tandem and then they have a lot of good guys but just not a ton of scoring power and they're gonna stay in games and they'll win some of them and they'll lose some of them yeah. but they've been a lot of fun to watch yeah. i have enjoyed yeah. them tanev so, yeah, has been Brandon tanev, yeah yeah like i i low-key kind of low. i did not expect anything like this out of him i think i trash talked him when we were doing our you expansion you did. <laughs> mike remember um, so i was like i remember ben saying some bad shit about this guy i did i he's owning did not think he had this in him. I admittedly don't watch a ton of Brandon Tanev, but how's my boy Callie doing? Yarn crow. <laughs> well, yeah. As uh, that boy boy, as Beast Mode would say. My Did boy you Callie. not? Yeah. Yeah. It was who was it? The Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like he just saw Yarn Croak and he was like not even not even trying. Not even gonna, yeah, he's oh, like my boy my boy, boy Callie. Callie. <laughs> my boy boy Callie. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you know who you are. I'm not trying to say that. 
Yarn Croak, uh, oh boy. But yeah, no, the atmosphere at Climate Pledge, guys, looks amazing. I, I really want to see a game there. Yeah, that would be fun. And, the whole, uh, like, they're, like, halfway underground with, like, the window yep. that, like, yeah, shines it's, actual it's, natural light in, and then the two... It's weird seeing the two, like, either-end Jumbotron situation yes. that's going on. It's yeah. a very unique building. Yeah, it's cool. I, when I when I saw it, that was also the same thing. First thought, I was like... I was just... It was so hard, because, like, I wish I could go inside, because seeing it from the outside, you're like, there's going to be NHL hockey in here. How the heck yeah. is that going to work? <laughs> it, fantastic. Yeah, so, Seattle... I and I guess everyone else on this podcast, maybe we're we're rooting for you. Do do some things in the Pacific. Friggin' right. Unless your unless uh, your playoff picks didn't reflect Seattle, I can't remember them off the top of my head. And Mine did. Case, I think Ben's were the yeah. only Ben. I think Ben's was the only one to be honest. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Eric. Eric did. Yeah, too. I I said the Kings and the and the Kraken are my wild card spots. So. Ah. Yep, that's about all I got though on the Isles and the Kraken. So we will see what happens. It's coming. All right. Her Kraken are currently losing one. Hey, yeah. Again, oh the Rangers! Dang it! Yeah. Dang it! Let's go Rangers! Nah, 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 nah. Let's go Kraken. Let's get Kraken. Sorry, I gotta get yes. used to that. Uh. So yeah, so moving on here. Um, I added this like last minute because so I was like, ah, oh, let's add a little little tiny story in because I'd like to have a little story here and there. We got a story. Ben's not gonna I like did it. Add one thing too. <laughs> What what? What'd you say, Nick? I added one other thing, just a, a quick touch point. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so we'll get we'll do this first, and then we'll get right to that because that is bigger. Um, so get to laugh. Uh, with in a goal game. in today's game against the assist. Canadians. Oh, was it an assist? Yeah. Okay. Past uh, Timu Solani for the uh, points record, uh, all-time points record on the Ducks. That's insane. With 998, I think it was, or 89. Uh, it was 98 or 89? Uh, 89. One or the other. 89, yeah. 89. So. That's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Congrats to Ryan Getzloff. A little surprise, Solani never got to 1,000. Yeah. Well, I, it's... Or is it just with ducks, the Ducks? It's Ducks scoring record, so I imagine, yeah, it's just the uh, games. So he definitely with, got to 1,000. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool to see because Solani's like uh is really as almost as legend as they come. Pretty much. Um and that's pretty cool. It's still wild he only got one cup and it was like right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> because he like the one instance of a s attempt at a super team that I can think of in the NHL, he went to Colorado with a bunch of other guys. I think that was the year Forsberg was like, I'm going to sign mm. there too. There was like a year in the early 2000s where Colorado loaded the fuck up and they didn't win. I think they got knocked in the second round by the Red Wings. And he like Which missed, missed Colorado Cups barely because there was an 0-2 one. So like he was not that far off, but dang. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Nick, bring us in. Bring us into the next. So we've talked about it for the past few weeks. Months. Yeah, probably is a better way to say it. Jack Eichel updates. Um, I just want of, it to happen. As of a day months. ago, the two remaining teams that look like to be the two in contention for him are the Flames, as reported by Mr. Friedman. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, Mr. Elliot, and the Golden Knights. How? how are it, they? Knew it. I knew it. But because they it. always are, they Mike. They are, but yep. like, how do you make it work with the cap? <laughs> I don't get that. I, don't know. I was just Some reading a Bleacher back. Report article, and it says the situation remains uh, fluid and complex. No shit. 
it's not like um <laughs> for that. it's not like buffalo can't take on salary like yeah i guess so, i guess it's that's not like true. they will be looking for people but it looks but like the biggest the biggest hang up on the golden knights trade is the next surgery situation on which one he goes with so are they saying they trade him and then then this then it's just a new team saying you know you should get the back fusion surgery <laughs> well, like this is, is all, that what this, is all this bleacher report says it says the golden knights have been linked to the have been linked to eichel ever since he was he and the sabers have been in an impasse over the type of neck surgery uh for the herniated disc so i think that also leads them to also have those issues as well yeah but who knows? I mean, still I, nothing new though. I, I but wanna... I did see the breaker. I saw a breaking, like a breaking thing on my phone earlier this week, and I was like, "No, not yet." And I said, "Golden Knights to be, seem to be the front runner in the Jack Eichel sweepstakes." I'm like, "Oh, don't go there." <laughs> so, Mike, if you wanna, if you wanna know how they make that work with the salary, just ask your boy Brisbois. I'm saying, I'm sure well, so who's 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 leg are they gonna be breaking? <laughs> oh, no. Listen, yeah, the Golden Knights. Right yeah, he is. The well, thing about the a... Golden Knights that we don't know or that we know of is that they don't give a shit about their players. So they're <laughs> it does seem to be a thing. Yeah. Like they're just gonna dump yeah. somebody that means something to that team to get him. For a while, I was like, okay, no, they're just making moves. But yeah, it really does genuinely seem like yeah. just every summer they're like, no, we need shiny new toy. Uh, and they're just like dealing everybody but shiny new toy i don't see it i don't see on i'm on cap friendly i don't see terms of eichel's uh uh deal is does he have a no move full no move i think that's starting next year yeah it starts before next season like that's why they need a lot of that's why they got to get him out before then pressure to make the trade happen because it becomes a lot harder after that or because then it's up to to him jack has way more control after that yeah Cause that's the thing I was wondering. I was wondering because I was gonna say, I f- because if he had the full no move, he would have his agent talk to these teams, and anybody that's not willing to let him do the surgery he wants, he'd just be like, "Yeah, no, no." I mean, I imagine that's just all kind of happening already, anyway. Because I could see that, but yeah, it, but like he, but that way he, he would have a lot more control. Yeah, yeah. He, he could be like, "I'm literally not gonna go to a place unless." Yeah. It's absolutely ironed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. way he couldn't, and then like this way, he could just bounce around trying to get this fucking surgery he wants. Send him to you Tampa; just... they'll take care of him. <laughs> I just want this story to have a resolution at some point. I want to yeah, get but... a number nine Jack Eichel outdoor lightning jersey. Except he wouldn't be playing because he wouldn't be back. There's yet. a lot of but, things going on there. Are they playing an outdoor game this year? Yeah, against Friggin Nashville. Right against Nashville. That's gonna be. And cool. they haven't released the jerseys yet, and I'm pissed. They're gonna be cool. Is yeah. it in Tampa or is it in Nashville? My guess is it's in nah. Nashville. Remember Tampa when Field would be it? tough. I'm like, they did it in Dallas last or a couple years Dallas ago. Cool. Yeah, they did a Dallas, Dallas cool. Nashville game. How far are you doing these in this in these hot? They didn't do it in Texas. I don't think. I thought they did. I thought it was in Tennessee. I remember seeing snow. So it no, was cold. It was definitely in a it was in a southern place. Um Maybe it was see real Maybe quick. it was Boston. Did they play Boston in one? No. It was It was Nashville, Dallas. I could have sworn yeah. I saw snow. I could have sworn I saw snow too. Right? I think they might have just put like stuff on the ground. Visual um, effects. They added it, was it cold. in post. My, my 
My he was in friend, Texas. My, yeah, my friend Damn. Rena went to that game. She I just remember them saying that the ice conditions was shitty. Oh, yeah. They're going to be shitty. ass. Yeah, there's just a white mat around the ring. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was in... And they do it because... Um, they have they have like really advanced refrigeration under the ice Nick that they can use and then they just keep it covered out of the sun if it's really sunny they tarp it it's like they've done it in California a few times now too you can do it in hot weather just is you're gonna have it's probably not as ice. good yeah you're gonna have ice condition issues it's not gonna be perfect by the end of the game you're gonna be skating in soup yeah <laughs> I think the funniest like the defining moment of that was still. It was a kind of a meme on Twitter for a second. It was Corey Perry after he got ejected, had to walk down like this comically long yeah. walkway all by himself, oh, like yeah. across the football field to go back to the locker room. Yeah, that's oh. right. It was just so long. Like it was just, and he's just all by himself, just like, dude, dude. <laughs> uh, it, was, it just looked really goofy. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to get that goddamn jersey. <laughs> yeah, Winter Classic jerseys are always fun. Lightning haven't had one, obviously, for obvious reasons, yeah. but. You know, I'm I'm hyped. You're gonna get one. I wonder what they're gonna do. I wonder because like we just had yeah. reverse retro. They're, it's like it's like you're they're really squeezing the the creative juices out of these these guys. Yeah. Whoever's there, but they killed it I on hope, reverse retro. So. I hope they do yeah, something that is. I remember back when I watched them when they had the black as the primary color with like some sort of blue and white accents. I really hope they do. Yo, something like that. I think they'll do something bring like back that. The rainstorm or the rainstorm one, yeah. but bring make it a snowstorm. <laughs> Yeah, with white. It'll be sure. ugly, and I will buy that would it. Be, that would be hideous. I would buy <laughs> it. Imagine just a like sublimated snowflakes with white uh, in the jersey. Uh, yes. Oh god. No, no, it's not a not. It's sublimated snowflakes, but there's little lights, and there's a battery in there, so there's little twinkly <laughs> oh lights. <laughs> like an ugly Christmas straight. sweater. I, 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 I'm an ugly jersey person most of the time, and even I'm, I'm, I'm saying no. <laughs> Come on, Christmas sweater jersey. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Uh yeah, so uh so Jack Eichel's going to the lightning still. Um I don't know. No, nobody you're, listened you're to that folks. blasphemy that Nick was reporting. That's fake. That's all I'm full of is fake news. Friedman's lying. <laughs> Friedman. He doesn't you know. know. He knows nothing. When has Friedman ever gotten anything right? When has he ever had the inside track on anything? Come on. Funny thing is, there's like a massive part of Hab's Twitter that like regularly says that. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've never I seen mean, something sure... that he's like gotten wrong. He's always like right around the right thing. No, it's just always when like he's reporting things that reflect negatively on the Habs or Mark Bergevin. <laughs> Everybody's like, man, he just makes shit up. He's just some like rumor guy. I'm like, he's literally like he's really the not. guy. <laughs> the guy for the biggest sports yeah. network in Canada. I'm like, all right, guys, sure. He's the, the guy for the literal the sports might net. just suck, guys. <laughs> he is the Adam Schefter. Like Adam Schefter is to football. Elliot Friedman is to hockey. That's he's, right. He's the guy. I mean, Bob McKenzie probably was before him, but now Bob's tired, retired. So yes, tired and retired. He's, he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> I misspoke. Right. I'm sorry. All right, guys, let's do a quick little fantasy recap, uh, and then we can move around there. We have to. Well, ah, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'm, I'm uh, still my sitting. Team in... is doing better than Ben's, I think. Yes. I'm still sitting in third. I'm chugging my way up. I'm closer to Danielle this week than I was last week. So there's that. Yep, you guys have gotten closer. I think I've 
I've had a few good nights this week. Um, actually, interestingly enough, Tony D'Angelo got me a goal and two assists the other night, and I think he, he might have fought somebody that game too. Oh, the penalty minute points. There yeah, I go. got some penalty minute points. So he got me like 20 points in that one night. And I was like, Pfft. all right. He played well. He played um, nice pickup. Yeah, I've had, some, I've had some good nights, and I think I've, I've inched my way. I've at least inched my way closer to my mom, and I'm a little bit closer to Cody as well. Everybody else, they're still kind of like miles away. So I'm in a heated race to catch up with Mike. Yeah, that's right. It's, you very well uh, could tonight. I haven't looked. I don't. But. I, I don't think so. I uh, I have. I currently have no points. Oh, I had forty four before we got. And I call. have thirty four. Oh, sorry, I have. I have eighteen. Sorry, I was looking at Monday for some reason. I have thirty four. Yeah. My boy yeah, Marty. My boy Marty Natchez with sixteen points. I only you had three. A, I only you, had three people. You did playing. a big old roster dump this week, didn't you, Mike? You Not didn't a huge that. one. Um, I dumped a couple yeah, dudes. I. Don't think I have one Habs player now because yeah, I, I saw you drop uh, Suzuki. Suzuki was the la- latest one. Because obvious Who's reasons. Who's your one? Um, my one. I have stayed faithful because he fucking lit it up last year. Uh, Petrie? Jeff Petrie, who got his first point of the year oh, today. Oh dear. I, I nice. should probably just move on from him. Um, but I like, think you got to move on at, from the blue blanc et rouge. I keep, uh, well, I unfortunately ingrained my, that into my head a little too long, a little too hard. Uh, at this point, I can't really. Um, but I told you, you make mistakes in the draft every year by taking too many Canadian players. You did it again. I, listen, I did it like a thousand years ago with the lightning. I took like four lightning dudes and I quickly fell behind because I just I remember, I remember Brian doing that with Dallas one season. He got like oh, yeah. Sagan and Ben yeah, Klingberg yeah, yeah. and whoever the fuck the goalie was. And I'm like, that's a mistake. Don't you know do that. But you know what the annoying thing is, is my dad did that one year with the stars. He took their first line, Sagan, Ben and sharp. And he wrecked yeah. because that line was insane. Somebody did it when the, the first year Raju was there. Somebody did that as well. I don't remember who it was. I might, yeah, it might have dad. been me. I because I remember carrying Radulov for a while and over a couple seasons. Yeah, but it works sometimes. It also, doesn't work. Like I got Kachuk and Lindholm right now. Mm-mm. You know who hmm. it would work? Uh, it's like like Boston. If you take that Boston line, that one's usually pretty good. Bergeron, yeah, but Bergeron it's hard to get Marshall, all three of yeah. those guys on one team. I would like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews to start doing things together because Mike, both Mike and I, <laughs> plans kind of hinged on those two. Uh, who is Marner? Marner, I have Marner scored a goal last night. Oh, okay, cool. Matthews, Good, awesome. Matthews had a goal, but it ended. It equated to like seven fantasy points or something. I'm like, dude, I need more from you. My first round <laughs> yeah. pick. I need more. Like Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, him and uh, Marner. We we have not done well with our picks so far, Mike. It's not my fault. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just mostly commenting. I'm yeah, just like, no, it is. That's the other thing. I don't know about Toronto. I don't know what they're doing right now. Nothing. They have they have just one two in a row, but they barely beat Chicago, and then they barely beat the other team, and they barely beat Detroit. Yeah, and it was funny because I watched Steve Dangle's. Uh, lfr today 
and like he opens it with he's talking to hack guy and hack guy's like so we're just gonna ignore everything and be happy he's like yep we're gonna be happy we're gonna be happy just like, <laughs> i'm like ah well you know yeah like here's so here's for this season this is what for this season my highest point guy holy shit i think mine's dry sidle okay other than john gibson which goalies end oh. up you goalies end up burning more points yeah, goalies are always higher um yeah. other than john gibson my highest point guy is tony d'angelo oh god <laughs> so my team's not that? doing you great austin matthews on and i team. have austin matthews who isn't even second or third or fourth mm. or fifth or sixth <laughs> oh geez it's not good man uh but dude adam fox is doing pretty good so that was a good pick uh nugent hopkins has been just using dry sidle and mcdavid for some points um yeah caprizov hasn't done anything like i just have dudes that he's been struggling i have dudes that should be doing stuff that aren't doing stuff here's my say we would probably be like a couple positions higher if if martyr and matthews were doing anything at all anything we'd be all the way we'd be up in at least fourth and fifth i think (laughs) like come on like what what's the angelo's what's d'angelo's fantasy points Uh, his total right now is 68 jesus see see, this is where like it's different for me because i got three guys at 80 in the 80s and three yeah wait how do you bring this up three guys in the Um, 70s because lindholm and koozie both have 86 and 88 there's a little drop down thing you can click on that says it probably says today you can drop it down and look at the last seven days or or you could yeah click on stats and then you can just run it over to 2020 yeah tony d'angelo has two goals six assists Eight plus minus five power play points. That's where it is. Yeah. 16 shots on goal. Koozie's got five goals, seven assists, six plus minus. Jeez, he's doing good. Yeah, right the now. Capitals, if you took somebody from the Capitals this year, you're doing pretty well. I didn't even take him. I picked him up like yeah. a week and a half ago. Dan, you know, I Danielle, did the same thing with you know, Danielle had, and that's why she's owning. Well, first she has McDavid, and then she's yeah. got Ovechkin. And TJ Oshie. Oh, that'll do it. So that's we're doing things guys. again. Yeah. yeah. Ov. Ov. But yeah, I'm so happy he's having the season he's having. I'm pretty sure your mom picked up Backstrom this week. He's hurt. <laughs> I know that, but I'm pretty sure she picked him or somebody. I know somebody picked him up. Probably just for the sake of just when to he put him back, on the He's IR. gonna play good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, ho- hopefully me and Ben can catch up. I think we can, Ben. We got this. I'm trying. <laughs> well, your your dad picked him up, actually. Oh, all right. Um, well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm about ready to wrap her up. I think yeah. so. We've been going a bit. It's a little bit, yeah. Anybody have any closing <laughs> remarks? Anything you're looking forward to? <clears throat> I'll just say it one last time. Thank you, Kyle Beach. You're pretty awesome. Yep. Sorry yep. all that shit happened. But yep. Hope you're getting the support you need now. Yes. Yep. We're behind you. <laughs>